Welcome to The Drive with Josh Downs, a faith-based coaching podcast where I'll share weekly thoughts, principles, insights, and more, all designed to help you build a better self, to better love yourself, so that you can better become all you were meant to be. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of The Drive Podcast. I'm Josh Downs, and today's episode is episode 534, Hear This Song and Remember. Every once in a while, I put a podcast together that just I really love. <laughs> I love all of my podcasts, all the episodes I've done, but every once in a while, there's one that I just I really, really enjoyed, probably more so because of what I learned from it. And this week's is that one for me. I'm excited to share with you what I learned this week, what I have put together to share with you. This past week, I actually had the opportunity to spend a little bit of time with my girls in beautiful St. George, Utah. If you've never been there, it is just a phenomenal place. One of my most favorite places on earth, in fact. We decided to take a little trip just to get away, to kind of kind of wrap up our summer right before school started, and we just had an absolute blast. However, I have to say that it was quite a different vacation than the ones that I've been used to taking with my girls. If you were to scroll through my social media, you would basically see me and my girls on all kinds of adventures. And we've done everything together. They've been my hiking buddies, my shooting buddies, my fishing buddies, and certainly my travel buddies. But you know what? They finally hit the age where they seem to want to do a little bit more on their own. And maybe not quite so much with their dad. And this is a strange thing for me to be experiencing. This trip, they brought an old friend with them. One that we've actually brought before. But I could tell that they wanted to do as much as they could. Just the three of them without me. It really hit me that things were changing when I asked them if they wanted me to take them shopping or to drive them somewhere when they were pretty quick to say, um, no, we're good, dad. We'll just drive ourselves. <laughs> and there I was alone at the pool reading a book, trying to figure out how in the world I got there. Well, I guess it's kind of called the circle of life, isn't it? Or some dumb thing like that. <laughs> Well, while on the trip, one of the shows that they wanted to watch, that they put on just kind of late at night while they were working on some crafts, is called Anastasia. Now, many of you that are probably a little bit more my age might remember this. And if you have kids, I would hope that you would. It's an older cartoon, but it's a classic. It's one that I remember watching back when I was in high school, in fact, on a date. Now, I love finding thoughts from books that I've read and motivational videos that I've watched and certainly other podcasts that I've listened to, but I've got to tell you, some of my favorite places to find great thoughts are movies, which I'm sure you know if you've been listening to this podcast for a while. Well, while I was watching this movie, Anastasia, I had a moment, I'd almost call it an experience, that I would like to share with you today. The premise of this particular movie is that there's a young Russian princess who basically gets separated from her family in a rather traumatic way. And because of that trauma, she can't remember where it is that she came from. In fact, she can't remember who she is at all. And so she is basically on a journey to discover both. Or should I say to remember both. See, while I'm watching this story play out, yes, I was watching it too. And I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm really a big kid at heart and always will be. But while I'm watching this story play out, there is a scene where she is beginning to remember for the first time who she really is and recognize the royal lineage that's inside of her. 
and I'm watching this and all of a sudden it was just like a wave of emotion came over me along with the thought that this story isn't unique to just her. This story is each of our stories. What Anastasia was going through is what I'm going through, is what you are going through. It's what everyone is going through. I felt in that moment that I was reminded of the royal heritage that we all come from, something that is so easily forgotten here on this planet called Earth, and something that we, in fact, are all working very hard to remember again. In the movie, it was a music box and the smell of peppermint in her grandmother's perfume that really helped the pieces come together and that began to unlock her memories. The song that was portrayed in this particular moment and scene and really heard at different points throughout the entire movie is called Once Upon a December, a song that was shared between her and her grandmother. And the lyrics go something like this. Once upon a December, dancing bears, painted wings, things I almost remember, and a song someone sings, once upon a December. Someone holds me safe and warm, horses prance through a silver storm, figures dancing gracefully across my memory. But it was the next part of the song that really caused that wave of emotion to come over me, as it went far away, long ago, glowing dim as an ember, things my heart used to know, things it yearns to remember, and a song someone sings once upon a December. On the wind, cross the sea, hear this song, and remember, soon you'll be home with me once upon a December. Again, the song was shared by Anastasia and her grandmother, and it was this song that helped bring back her memories, helped her to remember who she was, and helped bring her home again. As I listened to this song and watched this scene, it was almost as if God was reminding me, as I mentioned, that this is our story as well. We are His sons, and we are His daughters, sons and daughters to a king. Princes and princesses who have come to earth and forgotten who we really are and at times even lost our way. And he wants us to desperately remember him so that we will remember us, so that we'll remember who we are and find our way back home to him again. On the wind, cross the sea, hear this song and remember, soon you'll be home with me once upon a December. Dieter F. Uchtdorf, a leader of my faith, once taught that, remember that you are of the royal house of the kingdom of God, sons and daughters of heavenly parents who reign throughout the universe. You have the spiritual DNA of God. You have unique gifts that originated in your spiritual creation and that were developed during the vast span of your pre-mortal life. You are the child of our merciful and everlasting Father in heaven, the Lord of hosts, the one who created the universe, spread the spinning stars across the vast expanse of space, and placed the planets in their appointed orbits. You are in His hands, very good hands, loving hands, caring hands. 
and nothing anyone ever says about you can change that. Their words are meaningless compared to what God has said about you. You are His precious child. He loves you. Even when you stumble, even when you turn away from Him, God loves you. If you are feeling lost, abandoned, or forgotten, as Anastasia was, fear not. The Good Shepherd will find you. He will lift you upon His shoulders. He will carry you home. Throughout the movie, as Anastasia traveled the journey to remember who she was and where she came from, there was also a very real power bent on keeping her from ever discovering these truths. The evil wizard Rasputin, from the very beginning, vowed to destroy the royal family and would now stop at nothing to keep Anastasia from returning home and taking her rightful place as the Grand Duchess. Elder Von J. Featherstone, another leader of my faith, related the following story in this article that came in a church magazine of ours that kind of illustrates this same story a little bit and, and how it is that we can be strong in the midst of temptation and a very real power that we face that is always present in hopes of destroying us as well. He said, many years ago, I heard the story of the son of King Louis XVI of France. King Louis had been taken from his throne and imprisoned. His young son, the prince, was taken by those who dethroned the king. And they thought that inasmuch as the king's son was heir to the throne, that if they could destroy him morally, he would never realize the great and grand destiny that life had bestowed upon him. They took him to a community far away, and there they exposed the lad to every filthy and vile thing that life could offer. They exposed him to foods, the richness of which would quickly make him a slaved appetite. They used vile language around him constantly. They exposed him to lewd and lusting women. They exposed him to dishonor and distrust. He was surrounded 24 hours a day by everything that could drag the soul of a man as low as one could slip. For over six months he had this treatment, but not once did the young lad buckle under pressure. Finally, after intensive temptation, they questioned him. Why had he not submitted himself to these things? Why had he not partaken? These things would provide pleasure, satisfy lust, and were desirable. They were all his. The boy said, I cannot do what you ask, for I was born to be a king. <laughs> Elder Featherstone continued, We are all born to be kings and queens in the kingdom of God. Our father is a king, and just as the king's son was exposed to every vile and perverted thing in this life, so you will be exposed to much of the filth and degradation of our generation. But each of you are born to be kings and queens, priests and priestesses. The young king was steadfast and immovable because he knew his heritage. Likewise, if we remember our divine heritage and promised blessings, we will be able to resist worldly temptations as well. Fortunately, Anastasia was not left to face this power alone. There was one that knew who she was and risked his very life to get her to where she needed to go to remember and to be reunited with her family. Eventually, in fact, he gives up metaphorically everything, the life that he could have had by turning down fame and fortune as a reward and does what he does simply because he loves her. His name is Dimitri. 
and oh, how my daughters and their friend love Dimitri. <laughs> His love for Anastasia, although romantic in nature, also in many ways shadows the love that the Savior has for each of us. And like Dimitri did in the movie, he has given his all to help us remember and to find our way back home and to overcome a similar power from a being that has vowed to destroy us as well. I've mentioned this before, but I don't think these kinds of stories that find their way into storybooks and television shows, songs and movies get there by coincidence. I really believe buried deep inside each of us, like with Anastasia, are memories. Memories of a former life. Memories of a loving father. Memories of a journey and an adventure that we have undertaken. Memories of a very real person and power that has bent on destroying us. And these stories, in different ways, just seem to find their way out of us in hopes of helping us to remember. Whether they come out in a story and a journey about a particular princess or a rebel alliance or a fellowship that carries a ring or a group of superheroes on a mission to save the world, there is a power that always tries to keep any of it from happening. These stories resonate so much with us, not just because they are great stories or movies with amazing special effects and great acting, but they resonate with us because deep inside of us, we see ourselves and our stories in them. We just need to remember. So today I want to invite you to remember who you are. Remember where you've come from and the amazing future still yet to be unfolded in your life. Each of you listening are quite literally princes and princesses, heroes and heroines, sons and daughters of a king, and the most powerful being in the universe. And I'm telling you, because of that, Thanos, Darth Vader, Maleficent, or Saruman, or anyone else for that matter, have absolutely nothing on him, and therefore have nothing on us. If we can just hear this song and remember. And the song that we most need to remember may just be that of the redeeming love offered to each one of us through Christ's life and through his death. As Jeffrey R. Holland, a leader of my faith, once taught, Brothers and sisters, we live in a mortal world with many songs that we cannot or do not yet sing. But I plead with each one of us to stay permanently and faithfully in the choir, where we will be able to savor forever that most precious anthem of all, the song of redeeming love. Fortunately, he said, the seats for this particular number are limitless. There is room for those who speak different languages, celebrate diverse cultures, and live in a host of locations. There is room for the single, for the married, for large families, and for the childless. There is room for those that once had questions regarding their faith, and room for those who still do. There is room for those with differing sexual attractions. In short, there is a place for everyone who loves God and honors His commandments as the inviolable measuring rod for personal behavior. For if love of God is the melody of our shared song, surely our common quest to obey Him is the indispensable harmony in it. With divine imperatives of love and faith, repentance and compassion, honesty and forgiveness, there is room in this choir for all who wish to be there. Come as you are, a loving Father says to each of us. But he adds, don't plan to stay as you are. <laughs> we smile and remember 
that God is determined to make of us more than we thought we could be. Before my daughters and I left St. George, we stopped by what's known as the St. George Temple, an absolutely beautiful and sacred structure, painted as white as it could be, in stark contrast against all the red rock around the surrounding mountains and cliffs. A building where members of my faith can go to feel closer to God in our heavenly home. A place that we can go to remember. As we stood there, I shared with my daughters the gospel truths that I was reminded of while watching the movie Anastasia. The other thing that I mentioned to them that I noticed while I watched it was just how much my daughters loved the movie. As periodically I would hear comments from them like, I just love this movie. Or, oh, I forgot how good this movie was. Or my youngest daughter even said, gosh, we should watch this movie all the time. (laughs) Or, oh, how I love that he gave up the money for her. And, of course, the frustration in comments like, ah, just kiss her already. (laughs) I told them, you know, the reason why I think you like that movie so much is because of what this building that we were looking at represents. I told him, I believe you love that movie so much because deep down you were remembering your own story. How all of you are literally daughters of a king, but you've forgotten that. You've forgotten who you are, where you came from, and the glorious future that lies ahead of you. And this temple that we are looking at now isn't just about helping you to remember who God is, but it's about helping you to remember who you are. These buildings aren't just built palace-like, so that God as a king might come there, but they are built as beautiful and ornate as they are, so that you also, as his children, can come there, in hopes of helping you to remember your worth, your power, and your royal lineage, in hopes of helping you to remember and be loyal to the royal within you. And that journey forward ironically begins with a journey to the past. You cannot remember who you are and where you're going adequately until you remember who you were and where you came from. Which is another reason why I love the movie Anastasia so much. As it just so happens, there's another song in it that teaches this very lesson called A Journey to the Past. As I wrap up this thought for you this week, I want you to listen to these words. I mean, really listen to these words, to this song, and remember. Remember who you are and where you came from and where and to whom you are going home to. Heart, don't fail me now. Courage, don't desert me. Don't turn back now that we're here. People always say life is full of choices. No one ever mentions fear or how the world can seem so vast on a journey to the past. Somewhere down this road, I know someone's waiting. Years of dreams just can't be wrong. Arms will open wide. I'll be safe and wanted. Finally home where I belong. Well, starting now, I'm learning fast on this journey to the past. Home, love, family. There was once a time I must have had them too. Home, love, family. I will never be complete until I find you. One step at a time, one hope, then another. Who knows where this road may go? Back to who I was. On to find my future. Things my heart still needs to know. 
Yes, let this be a sign. Let this road be mine. Let it lead me to my past and bring me home at last. I hope that as you listen today, that you have felt that same wave of emotion come over you. Only please know that it's not just a wave of emotion. But it comes from memories deep within you, coming to the surface, your spirit connecting with God's spirit, the memory of His arms wrapping around you, the feeling of His love enveloping you, home, love, family, all coming together in a moment in hopes of creating movement in you and in I to keep going, to keep pressing forward as a sign that this road is mine and it will lead you to your past and eventually bring you home at last as sons and daughters of a king. I hope today for a moment you will hear this song and remember that once upon a December, the Savior of the world was born for you and for me to help bring all things to our remembrance and to help safely bring us home again. This week, may you do those things and experience those things that will help you to remember who you are and where you came from so that you could better move forward into who you were meant to be, to where you're going, and to the Father and God that you belong to. Have a great week, everyone. Until next week, I'm Josh Downs, and you've been listening to The Drive.